Thank you for joining us today on the Annex Podcast, hosted and presented by the Building Christian Fellowship. At the building, we build our faith, hope, and love in Jesus by having a real, relevant relationship with Him. And what better way for us to get closer to God than to learn more about Him through His Word? We pray you enjoy this message. God. Don't be so quiet here. My, have things changed. <laughs> Las cosas son diferentes ahora. Nunca uh, veras un caractura uh, como está hoy. You would never see cartoons like Amen. But isn't it comforting? Uh, we come from uh, Tante. Doesn't that give you a peace of mind uh, uh, that uh, que Linus y uh, Charlie Brown eran el cielo? Doesn't it give you peace of mind that Charlie Brown and Linus are going to heaven? Now, I'm, I'm speaking to my nephews and some of the friends and some of the youth. Uh, you know, some of the characters of South Park, and I'm talking to uh, Judah and uh, who, who else we got in here? Where are all the guys at? Where are all the guys at? I seen you just said, there we go. We, Trey, Horace, Joe. All you guys just want to let you guys know. Naruto, Barato, Kakashi, Suzuki, whatever you call them. All of Hero Academia. All of them. Listen. All of them. All of them. Todos se van al inferno. All of them going to hell. Lo siento, pero a... A menos que confíen a Jesucristo. I am sorry, but unless they confess Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's okay. S-O-C-K-S. It is what it is. But it's just a blessing that, you know, you see where times have changed with cartoons nowadays. Where... Charlie Brown is up giving scripture. You got Linus, Pastor Linus. I believe he's a bishop now. I believe he has a church somewhere preaching the gospel. Praise God. But you guys, let me ask you guys a quick question. You guys ready for Christmas? Sister, are you ready for Christmas? I... I don't know. Maybe I'll just preach to you today. I, I don't know. You guys, you guys help me out. I, you guys are, maybe you guys are a whole bunch of Dallas fans wondering if they're going to win today. Maybe that. Mm, mm. Lord, help them. Maybe we need to do a quick prayer in the name of Jesus for Raider fans, too. <laughs> Once again, are y'all ready for Christmas? I turn your Bibles to Matthew 3. I won't be here long, I promise you. If you guys are new here, praise the Lord. I'm Pastor John. I'm the senior pastor here. I'm not known for being up here too long, but I am known for being random. I am John R. Butcher. The R in my name stands for random. And I drank a lot of coffee this morning. So let the randomness begin. Amen. Matthew 3, 1 through 3, and it states this. In those days, 
John the Baptist came preaching in the wilderness of Judea, saying, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. For this is he who was spoken by the prophet Isaiah, saying, The voice of one crying in the wilderness, Prepare the way of the Lord, make his path straight. And I will ask you again, are you ready for Christmas? All right, all right. We're going to see how ready you are for Christmas. Now, I know that the rule of thumb for most households, um, when it talks about are you ready for Christmas, they don't start getting ready for Christmas until usually after Thanksgiving. But I saw on Facebook, like right at the beginning of November, some of y'all in here put your Christmas tree up before Thanksgiving. I don't understand. How are you going to go? You, you just forgot about Thanksgiving? Thanksgiving comes before Christmas. That should be the message today. Thanksgiving comes before Christmas. See, you should give thanks before you get your gift. Oh. Yeah, they don't know. But seriously, are y'all ready for Christmas? <laughs> Normally, the question is, is that, that I can point to is when somebody says, are you ready for Christmas? You do things like they make sure that the house is decorated, the tree's decorated. Is the tree up? Have you got a tree yet? Some of y'all are shaking your head. Is your shopping done? Mm, mm. Did you send out the Christmas cards? Mm, mm. Some of y'all out here like send a card card. Does anybody in here know what a stamp is? <laughs> now, as a side note, just, just as I get random, this is a side note. I'm going to let you guys know something. That Do you guys realize that in China, I need you to understand, China, communist country, communist, total totalitarian uh, uh, country, but do you know that they will literally put a Christian in jail just for being a Christian? Do you guys know that? But yet, in China... They still celebrate Christmas. Think about it. They hate Christians. We'll, we'll put you to death, but yet they're going to celebrate Christmas. All countries, most, most countries in the world will celebrate Christmas, but they still won't, um, they won't recognize the Christ in Christmas. Some people say, well, Christmas is just a holiday. No, we need to take the mask off the Christ and just leave it Christ. Christ mass. More Christ. <laughs> now, I'm not looking at uh, gift giving. Matter of fact, I, you know, they do it everywhere, but I love getting gifts. Who loves getting gifts? Amen. Man, I'm not knocking. In fact, just to let you guys know, this Saturday coming up on Christmas morning, uh, we are going to go out and bless the community by giving gifts. Amen. Amen. How many of you guys have been to one of our toy drives before? Amen. 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 Listen, Community Elevate is a nonprofit extension of uh, TBCF here. It's our outreach ministry. And the Community Elevate exists to practice looking beyond ourselves to the people around us here in Susun and sharing the love of Christ as we uh, serve and connect with our community. There will be many more opportunities, you guys, to go out and bless our, our community because I need to let you guys know something. There is a way that we can go out 
and touch people's lives and change their destinies outside the church. Can I get an amen? amen. Listen, remember, we aren't just a church in Susun, but we are a church for Susun. So here we grow. Here we grow. Now, did I ask you guys if you finished shopping yet? Did you finish shopping? Okay. Matthew 2 and 11. Just to let you say that. Gift giving on Christmas comes from a very, um, a very uh, biblical place. And a lot of people think that, man, we give gifts because it's Christmas. Well, no, we're actually following what the scripture says. So in Matthew chapter 2 and 11, it says this. Then they went into the house, and when they saw the child with his mother, Mary, they knelt down and worshiped him. They brought out their gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh and presented them to him. Amen. Now, nowadays, it would be more like for our kids. We presented them the Xbox 10 and the Sony PlayStation, what is it, 5 now? Yeah, that's, that's the kind of stuff we do. But giving gifts is very scriptural. We give gifts because gifts were given to Jesus. And in keeping with that tradition, we give gifts to each other. And that's how we celebrate his birth, not our existence. Amen. The other reason that we give gifts is from a very well-known scripture from some of us here that have been in church for at least two, two minutes. And this is the scripture. John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world that he, he gave his only begotten son. Isn't that a gift that he's given to the world? The best Christmas gift you can get is Jesus Christ. For God so loved the world he gave. And the gift that he gave us was Jesus. And when Jesus was born, angels sang in the sky and they said, glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace and goodwill to men. And there he was, God revealed in the flesh, heaven's perfect gift, lying in a manger. This is what Christmas is all about. Christmas isn't about the gifts. Christmas isn't about running around and, and spending your whole check just to make sure that your, your kids are happy, your wife's happy, your husband's happy. It's not all about that. It's all about Jesus Christ, Emmanuel, God with us, the ultimate gift. Amen. Now, speaking of gifts, do you have all your gifts wrapped? <laughs> Listen, as we go through this season, we can check off. Many uh, things that we got to get done. Everything that gets done, we, we, we get it done. We make sure it's done. We check, check off the list. However, this is not what I'm referring to when I ask the question, are you ready for Christmas? I'm referring to the spiritual aspect of the season. To understand my question is to understand that what Christmas really is. Christmas is a time that we celebrate. Somebody say celebrate. celebrate. Christmas is a time that we celebrate the coming of of a king that came to save the world. Now, I want to get you guys to understand something. We celebrate his birthday. We celebrate the gift that God gave to us in Jesus Christ, God in the flesh. We celebrate that. But my question to you is, are you ready for Christmas? And when I ask you, are you ready for Christmas, I don't want you to think about, oh, well, do, do, do I have Christmas dinner? Is the Christmas ham ready? Do I need to go shopping? Uh, I'm, I'm getting the, the bedroom ready for, for all my uh, company that's coming over. That's not what I'm talking about. Because there is going to be another Christmas day that's going to come. Yeah. 
sir. Yes, sir. Thank you. Revelations chapter 1 and 7 says this. Behold, he is coming with the clouds and every eye will see him. Even they who pierced him and all the tribes of the earth will mourn because of him. Even so, amen. So what this tells us in Revelations, the first chapter, it says this. He's coming back again. There will be another coming. He came once to let us know who he was. He came as a baby. He came as, 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 as a man in flesh. He, he stopped. He, he, he came in through a woman, through a seed of the spirit, and she birthed out a child. He became a young man, became a man. He was grown, and, and we've seen who he was. We see that he was here. We saw that he, his, his, he was uh, his death his burial, and his resurrection. But he said, listen, fear not, for I am coming again. There will be another Christmas, not the day that we stand and we celebrate to give out toys, but there's another day of Christmas when Jesus is coming back. He said, I am coming with the clouds and every eye will see him, even they who pierced him. And that's us. That's humanity. We're the ones that pierced him. We're the ones that crucified him. And he said, and all the tribes of the earth will mourn because of him. Well, most Christians, if you would think, oh, we're celebrating that Jesus Christ is coming back. But there's some people nowadays, they're, 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 not, they're not celebrating his coming. They're mourning his coming. And when they see him coming, it's going to be too late. Kind of like, you know, God bless, bless these people that, but there's people that walk on the train tracks and they're distracted. And they always think like, I got time to cross the train tracks. And many people year after year die on the train tracks because they're distracted. When all they had to do was cross over those tracks, they would walk on the tracks. And this is the problem, why they're distracted, because they have things in their ears. Because faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. But if you're not listening to the word of God, you're going to get distracted. You're on these railroad tracks and you don't realize that there's a train coming. And some people, because they get so distracted, they'll look and they think that the train is coming way way down the world the road but you don't realize how fast that train is going i'm preaching and as you just as people are just they're like moseying along listening to things all of a sudden before they know it that before before they know it and most of the time people don't even know it they get ran over they don't see the train coming and that's us today we're not ready for the train to come in. We, we're too distracted with everything that's going on in this world. The cares of this world, the deceitfulness of riches, did they enter into us and, 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 and they choke the word out of us and we become unfruitful and we stay on the tracks and we don't realize that Jesus said, I behold, I am coming. Amen. 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 
Revelations 1 and 8 says, I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, says the Lord, who is and who was and who is to come, the Almighty. He said, I am the beginning of your life and I will be the ending of it. I am coming again. Revelations 22 and 20 says this, he who testifies to these sayings says, surely I am coming quickly. Jesus is coming back. Are you ready for him to come back? Are you ready for Christmas? <laughs> I'm sorry. I know we wanted to sit here and talk about jolly old Christmas and Saint Nick and giving gifts. But, you know, my job as a pastor is. Is to stand here and get you ready for the coming of Christ. I'm not talking about blessings. We can get blessings. We can talk about gifts that people will get. We can get all kinds of things that people want to get you. But at the end of the day, are you ready for Jesus to come back? Are you ready for Christmas? Second Peter chapter three and 10 says this, but the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night in which the heavens will pass away with a great noise and the elements will melt with fervent heat. Both the earth and the works that are in it will be burned up. Wait a minute, Pastor. Can't, you can't tell me about every good and great gift is from the Lord? This season, let's talk about that in a couple of weeks. I want you guys to be ready. I want to keep you off the tracks. I want you to understand that, listen, you know, I, these earphones, those, those ear pods that go in you guys' ears are great. But you know what? There's a spiritual significance to that. You are getting so much junk in your ears that you're not even hearing. The Bible specifically says, you guys listen to me, it says faith cometh by hearing, not by reading. Blessed are they that are doers of the word. That not just hearers, but now you got to do it. But how are you going to be able to hear it? And if you can't, if you can't hear, you you need a preacher to hear. Are you ready for Christmas? The day of the Lord is coming as a thief in the night. How many people leave their doors unlocked at their house? Exactly. The apostle Peter was trying to tell us, he says, look, there's thieves that were coming to steal, kill, and destroy. There's a scripture that says, um, how can uh, the strong man enter in your house? But you have to bind the strong man first. I'm not trying to even to fight with the strong man. I'm going to keep him out of my house first. I'm going to make sure that each window is closed and locked. I don't know about you, but I, not only do I have an alarm on my house, I put little sticks on the window. It is, does, anybody, does anybody know what I'm talking about? Yes. Hallelujah. I, I'm just, I'm paranoid like that. I want to be ready. You guys hear what I'm telling you? I want to be ready the moment that somebody is coming to try to take something from me. But even more so, I want to be ready when Jesus Christ is coming back. Yeah. 
Will you be ready? Will he find you sleeping? Will you be like the, the, the five foolish virgins without oil? Will you be like the people during Noah's time when Noah gave them the, the call to come into the ark? Will you be ready? Are you ready for Christmas? Are you ready to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? It isn't about gift saints. Why am I preaching with this fervency? Because I see the time, the sign of the times coming. More and more. And in, even in, in when I was young and I heard people preach about stuff like this, and they're like, well, man, people have been preaching this since 2,000 years ago. But he, listen, if you look at prophecy, look at the times now. Wars and rumors of wars. Earthquakes in diverse places. There's earthquakes happening in places that never had before. Are you ready for Christmas? Because God wants to give you a gift. And the gift that he wants to give you is salvation. And salvation is the gift that God is still giving. I'm going to bring this to a close. Romans 5 and 17. It says, For by one man's offense, death reigned through one, much more those who receive an abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness will reign in life through one, Jesus Christ. Yes, saints. It is possible for even with all the activities of this season, too often and for too many, when Christmas is over, we're not any different than we were before. Come this Saturday, you're going to give out gifts, you're going to have fun with the family, and then after that, Sunday, you're going to feel the same, you're going to be the same. When Christians really come together, Listen, it should change us. It should make a difference in our life. So for every year, millions of people, Christmas never really comes. And I'm not saying that December 25th doesn't come. It comes every year. We know that. Everybody always says December 25th. It's time. Black Friday, December 25th. We got to make sure this. Yeah, I understand that. But does Christmas really come into our lives? Now, I realize this verse that I'm about to, to uh, show you isn't considered a, a Christmas verse or text. But listen to what Paul says in Galatians 4.19. He says, my dear children, for whom I again in the pains of childbirth until Christ is formed in you. Let me read it again. Dear children, for whom... I am again in the pains of childbirth until Christ is formed in you. We often talk about being born again. When we become a Christian, people say, I am born again. But I want to suggest that Christmas is also a good time to remind us of our need for Jesus Christ to be born again in our lives our families' lives, and our relationships. We need to make sure that we still know that Christmas isn't just about that day. 
It's all about being born again. That's what Paul was praying for. That somehow, in a wonderful way, that Christ would be formed inside the hearts and lives of each of all of us. Not just us here in church, but those that are out here in Susun. Yeah, and I know some of y'all are looking at me like, man, you know, what about the world? Look, I'm, we're just trying to get Susun saved. I really believe this. And if you guys don't know this, Susun, that word Susun translates, loosely translated, strong wind. Strong wind. And I believe that that strong wind that blows through here, naturally, that there's a strong wind that's beginning to blow through here again, spiritually. And that is the strong wind of the Holy Spirit. And we need to get, get, get it together, you guys. We need to go out and show the love of Christ to everyone that is out here in this city. I'm not talking about preaching. I'm talking about going out and showing the love of Christ. I think that is what is going to make Christmas, this Christmas, different from all the rest. It's going to take some broken hearts and some broken wills for Christ to be born again in us. For Christ to be born again in us. So I ask you one more time, are you ready for Christmas? Are you ready for the coming of Christ? Amen? Amen. Stand to your feet. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. You guys pray with me. Heavenly Father, I just thank you right now for your word. We thank you, Lord, that we will take this word and hide it in our hearts that we might not sin against you. We thank you, Lord, once again, that every word that, is, that has been said, that has been received, has landed on good ground. We thank you that it will grow deep roots and bear much fruit. Lord, I thank you with everybody that's in the sound of my voice right now, Lord, that has been pricked in their heart. And they said, what must I do to be saved? Lord, we thank you that by your Holy Spirit that you're tugging on their hearts. You said that if we, were, if we confess Jesus Christ with our mouth and we believe in our heart, then we shall be saved. Lord, I thank you right now that you will continue to reveal yourself to them. Lord, I also pray for the families right now that are going through any mental stress. Lord, I thank you right now for every person, Lord, that feels depressed and down out during these times. Lord, I thank you that you will show them once again because you got the victory over death and sin that we have the victory in you. So we thank you for that. We thank you, God, once again, that our loved ones will come to the saving grace and knowledge of Jesus Christ. And we ask one more time, Lord, that as you come uh, spiritually, that you come spiritually in us to be born again in us, that we are your spirit will be renewed in us day to day. 
that we will walk in the plans and purpose that you have for us. So we love you and we thank you for this. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 You guys give God a praise.